Hey yo, yo, yo. <laughs> It's Mel and Lil Jill. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we're back with another episode and this time we will be talking about our Hawaii trip, the trip we alluded to in our previous episode. Where Hawaii itself tried to kill us. I'd consider that a great honor, honestly. So, okay, the trip overall was very fun, but Okay, I'm just going to go in a timeline of what was going on, starting with the rental car issue. <laughs> oh, your phone. Sorry. Um, so, basically, we got a rental car, right? And I think a week and a half before our trip, I'm the one that, like, organized everything. Like, I booked the Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> I got hot Cheetos to help with my sinuses. And to... <laughs> I'll put them on the dashboard and they're just slowly sliding. <laughs> but that's unimportant. Anyway, <laughs> so I booked the Airbnb and I booked the rental car. So then I get a text from the rental car lady and it's like, oh, by the way, I sold the car that you're going to be using. So find another one. And I was like, you're joking, right? Because we booked this trip, I think about two months before we went. So it's really? Yeah, we booked it in like March. Oh, wow. Look at us. We booked it a Proactive while ago. Queens. Proactive. So I was like, okay, first off, are there even going to be any cars left? Second off, if there are, they're going to be very expensive because this is such short notice. So I'm panicking, looking at cars, and the car that we booked was like 50 something a day. The other cars were over 100 bucks a day. And we, in my head, I was like, we cannot get around the island without a car. So I'm freaking out trying to get one and then all of a sudden like a godsend this nissan juke just falls into our lap for i think it was like three more dollars a day she was a good car she was a good she car she was good to us our nissan juke she was a little small and the tires we, were a little bare <laughs> but we made her work so that issue was solved second issue manu loses her id and car keys and social security card and her passport because for some reason she carried those around with her. No shame on you, Manu. I, I like that your self-destroyed in your security. However, <laughs> she accidentally threw all those things away. In a Taco Bell bag. Yes. Oh, I really So she, I think about like four days before was like, guys, I don't know if I can go to Hawaii because when you go to TSA, you need to show proof of identification and she didn't have that anymore. She lost every form of identification she had including her airpods which i know the airpods aren't significant but like you know how it be five hour flight not having airpods sort of sucks yeah so she went up home trying to figure that figure that out whatever that was an issue um and then when we're leaving because we flew out of san francisco so we had to drive up san francisco jillian was already up there manu was already up there so it was me megan and adelaide driving up so i'm so Adelaide and I are vibing, listening to music, like, oh, we're driving up to San Francisco to go to Hawaii tomorrow. This was on a Monday. We were picking up Megan, and then I'm looking on the Airbnb email, seeing if there's anything I need to do to check in, and I see, you must be 25 to stay here. None of us are 25 years old. So it's I start- okay, though. They didn't need to know that. So I start freaking out. I'm like, well, are they even going to let us in? Do we even have a place to stay? We leave literally in, like, 12 hours- what do we do? So then we called people and we're just like, you know what? We're going to wing it because the way Airbnb works, they just kind of like text you the code to get into the place. So there's, you're not meeting someone. So they can't tell that we're not 25. So I just thought, you know what? We're going to go with it. Worst comes to worst. We get a hotel room. Like it's going to be fine. 
So, oh, you're good. So then that was fine. We get to Jill's house, go to sleep. I slept for maybe like two hours. No, cause y'all literally, okay, for reference, they were supposed to leave at six. They left at eight. 30. And then they like stopped. We didn't get to her house till what, like 12.30, You guys got there at like 1.15. I was yeah. so done. Because like, I had to stay up to let them in, y'all. Like, and I was just like, okay, I'm tired. I'm kind of, Manu fell asleep on me. Cause Manu had gotten to my house like, at a like 6 37 like i don't know somewhere around there and so she fell asleep because she's like i'm gonna stay up with you and so i was literally just by myself like waiting i was like doing like transfer stuff and i was like if they don't show up in the next five minutes i'm locking the door they can sleep in the car and the car ride up there okay so i as i said in my previous in the previous episode i've been very busy with like work and school and it went straight from spring semester into summer school. I have to take summer classes if I don't want to take a third year of CC because I just have to refill, fulfill different requirements for different schools. So I went into uh, summer session taking pre-calculus and um, like some random public speaking class. And I was stressing for a solid two weeks before we left for Hawaii. All I was doing was schoolwork and going to work. That's true. I can vouch for that. That's it. And I was the most stressed I've been all year, panicking, crying almost every day because I couldn't, I was turning things in barely at the deadline, like could not get things done. So that's what I'm doing going up to, going up to San Francisco. I had about 17 pre-calc assignments to do because I didn't want to do anything in Hawaii. So I was like, okay, I got to get all these assignments done do like seven calm assignments and oh by the way now i am a writer for a music blog and live laugh love so i had to do reviews for that too which i enjoy doing so that's not really a hassle it was more of the schoolwork that was a hassle so i started having a panic attack on the drive up and i was like i can't get this all done it's not humanly possible but i need to take this pre-calc class over the summer to because it's a prereq for a calc class that I'm taking in the fall, then another one in spring. So there's no other time I can take it. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. I drop out of the calc class and signed up for the second summer session. So I'm still taking it, but I was like, I I cannot do this. There's no way. So I dropped that on the way up and that relieved a lot of my stress. And I was like, all right, because I knew I would have been stressing a lot more in Hawaii thinking, okay, now I got to get back and then do a bunch of assignments. So that relieved a lot of stress good that we did that and then so then there was like the issue of getting money through tsa which worked we were able to get her through tsa the first time you know we fly in hawaii everything's good goes off without a hitch you know pick up the car no not without a hitch what happened me and manu walked out of the terminal (laughs) so we're at our gate and we got there pretty early so we're just chilling and Manu and I were like oh we want to pick up some things I need a chapstick because I left some at home and Manu wanted water so we're walking and we passed by these two we were just so oblivious looking back at this we kind of walked through this hallway thing there's these two TSA people there and we're like oh hi whatever and then all of a sudden they're like go 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 start yelling at us and we're like what so we start like walking past them and then we're like, okay, um, there's nothing over here, so let's walk back in. So we start walking back, and they're like, you can't come in here. And I go, what do you mean we can't come back in there? They're like, y- y- 
like you're not from here like where did you just walk from I'm like you literally just saw us walk through there like let us back in that's our gate right there she's like I'm sorry like who are you like where did you like acting like they literally did not just smile at us and see us walk it was the weirdest thing ever and I was indeed and Monty was trying to explain she's like lady our gate is right there you literally just watched us walk from there like let us back in she was like in order to get back in there you have to go through TSA again anyone who flies regularly knows TSA is absolutely hell to get through our flight is taking off in 15 or no our flight's boarding in 15 minutes and we look at the TSA line and we're like oh we're not making this flight and we left all I have on me is my phone I left my ID baggage everything in the terminal so Manu and I start freaking out she's like I have to go through that ID process again so we're flipping out. We're trying to talk to all these TSA people and they're pissed at us. They're like, you idiots. Why would you walk out of the terminal, especially without ID? And we're like, well, y'all, I don't know. I don't know. I barely fly. I don't know what's going on. So then thankfully we met this nice one who let us cut the TSA line. Um, and then my, and then one of our friends like gave me, gave a TSA officer my license, gave Manu her birth certificate. So like we got through, but that was definitely very stressful because all of my stuff, regardless if I had missed the flight, all my stuff was in the terminal and they weren't letting us back in to even get our stuff. So. No, yeah, because me and Adelaide went to go grab food for me because I was hungry. And so we come back and Megan's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, I'll be up. She turns to Adelaide and goes, we need to go. They walked out. And we were like, what the hell? I was literally this entire time, I'm like, how the fuck did they walk I out know. of the terminal? There's a giant sign saying, exit but apparently they missed that it's okay because once we did that we got on the flight flight was good flight felt very short we land very excited we pick up the rental car with ease with ease we log into the airbnb with ease yeah so the airbnb ended up working out because we went straight from the airport we landed at like 12 40 but our airbnb wasn't ready till four so we just packed our stuff we went to the beach across the street from our place and we got the code got in everything was fine and what did we even do because this was tuesday this is all tuesday we went grocery shopping oh yes oh we just like chilled at the beach yes so tuesday was just like a chill getting there kind of day very fun and then did we go to lahaina wednesday we went to Lahaina the next day, yeah. So Lahaina, so we stayed in Kihei. We went to Maui. So we stayed in Kihei. And I've the past two times I went to Maui, I stayed in Lahaina. And I really do like Lahaina. So we packed up our stuff, drove 40 minutes, went to Lahaina. And the beach that day was absolutely gorgeous. The water was really nice. I bought myself some goggles. Oh, we also went for a sunset, sunset swim the day before. And I saw a sea turtle. That was pretty swag. And so I still had my goggles. I bought like a full-on scuba set. We did not scuba go. snorkel. Yeah, we like went and swam in the coral reefs. It was super fun. Yeah. So like, if you swim out far enough in Lahaina, you can look at the coral, look at all the fish. We saw a starfish. Very cool. I saw dory fish. Very very fun. I don't know what they're called. But I just call I them dory either. So that was just like a fun chill day. We went to the ABC store. I think we went to the ABC store almost every day. We did. I live, laugh, love the ABC the abc store they definitely have some on the mainland too i know there's one in vegas oh there is there is yeah so the abc store is kind of like a convenience store thing but they have everything so they have a lot of um 
not merch. What is it called? Souvenirs. Souvenirs. Thank you. <laughs> they have a lot of Hawaii merch. Hawaii merch. <laughs> they have souvenirs. They have like good food. Oh, their food was actually hella good. I got pineapple really from them like every day. It's really really good. So we chilled in Lahaina for the day and then didn't do much the rest of that day. And then and then the next day. The next day shit started going to hell. Yeah. So <laughs> Thursday I'm like, all right, we're gonna do a hike. So we get up. We drive, we do a hike, and hike was pretty strenuous, but really pretty. Okay, you're missing the most embarrassing part, is that my bitch ass has asthma, and I had COVID like three weeks ago, so I was like, my lungs are still struggling a little bit, and Adelaide had my inhaler, because I had forgotten to bring it, so I like texted her, and I was like, hey, can you bring my inhaler, and she was like, yeah, but she's like, she didn't give it to me, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be a flat hike, not halfway up a mountain, and more up a mountain. Um, it was so, a really pretty hike, though. Like, no, it was lots really of pretty. nature. It kind of was more of like a foresty side it of Maui, more than jungle. It was very pretty. Um, the only thing is, like, we were struggling, and Megan had woken up that morning and she was like, I'm not feeling the best. So, me, Megan, and Manu, like, stood down. Like, we went separately. We only made it halfway up and then came down. But literally, some dude passed me and was like, apparently listening to our conversation because i was like y'all i need my inhaler and then they pass and they talk to them and he's like your friends need your inhaler like we're like well we don't know what we we can do about that we don't know where they are the whole time adelaide and i were kind of on our own yeah you guys left we like stopped for a minute and you guys just like kept going yeah because we're like oh they're gonna catch up eventually and you guys just never did no yeah (laughs) so we're doing that and this whole time megan's like guys i'm not feeling the best yeah, so I'm not like, feeling great. Like, I think I kind of have a cold. We turned around halfway because Megan was like, eh, I'm not going to risk it. I need my body to recover. And we're like, yeah, faux shizzle. So then later that day, she's like, okay, like, can we just like go to urgent care? And I was like, yeah, faux shizzle. Um, so we went to urgent care as with ease. Where does fucking urgent care? This man stuck me with a fucking needle without telling me, and I'm allergic to meds. Yeah, okay, so this whole time, Adelaide and I went to the beach. Okay, because after the hike, we went to this beach. We went to this, like, cool little smoothie shack. Do you remember that? Oh, fuck, yeah. It was really cool. There were all these dogs and very good vibes. Very much, like, these people have definitely been living on the island their whole lives. Yeah. Like, they were very swaggy. The woman's pants were really fucking cute, and I never asked them where she got them. I should have. <laughs> they were really fucking cute, y'all. So, Adelaide and I went and watched the sunset while they took Megan to urgent care, and their experience just sounded weird. Okay, so first of all, plot twist, Megan got COVID. So, me and Manu were sitting out in the waiting room, and she was like, y'all, I have COVID. And he's like, because I stepped out to go talk to Abby, our roommate, because she was like, she's texting me, and I was like, okay, she needs to calm down. So, I was helping Abby out outside. And I come in, and Mono was like, I think she has COVID. Like, he was just asking me, like, if we're her roommates, like, if we live with her, if we're back. So, we're like, okay, interesting, but, like, whatever. Then Megan literally texts Manu, and she's like, yeah, I got COVID. And so, we're like, fuck, you know? Puts a big damper on the mood. So, then we go ahead, and we go back, and this doctor was fucking weird as shit. Like, and I'm not one to disagree with somebody who graduated from UCLA's medical credential, but let me just say, he was by far, like, the oddest doctor I've ever had. We walked back here, like, he gave us some ass, whatever, we walked back, we were like, hey, how you feeling? You know, doing our social distancing thing. He's like, okay, well, like, do you guys want to get tested? We're like, yeah, of course. First of all, this COVID test was 150 fucking dollars. He discounted us, though, so it was only 80. How kind of him. 
Um, and then he like tried pranking me by putting it as positive, and I was like, well, that's to be expected. I had it like two weeks ago. It could still be testing positive, and he was like, that was no fun. I'm like, what part of you thought that this experience was fun, sir? And then like we were talking, he was flirting with Megan this entire time. He called her a little supermodel. And was like, yeah, like flirting. He got her Instagram. Okay. It was like, I like the bikini pic where your nails match your suit. And the way they were talking, I was like, oh, this this doctor's probably like mid twenties, late twenties. No. This man is like fifty years yeah. old. We found out he's like fifty because apparently, plot twist, he hit on Adelaide's aunt. Yeah, apparently, like decades ago, they went on a date, and she wasn't really that into him because he was just kind of weird, but. He's the same age as her aunt, and her aunt is almost 50. Yeah, it was, it was a little weird. It was a little weird. But then he's like, if you guys write me a review, I'll give you a free B12 shot. And we're like, okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, B12. Really easy. Like, whatever. Um, and then he just shows up with these needles out of nowhere. We did not write him a review yet. I honestly wasn't planning to, but then he just stuck the needle on me, so I felt obligated. He comes up to me, he goes, okay, you ready? I was like, what? He's like, you allergic to anything? And I was like, yeah, um, um, he was like, any meds? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. And just, <laughs> and I was like, shot. what the fuck? Because I'm like, there's some medications that I react really badly to, and I'm allergic, like, deathly allergic to a couple. So I was like, okay, sir. And I was like, what the actual fuck? And then he stuck Manu. And I was like, um, what was in that? And he's like, oh, just like B12 and saline. And I was like, and what exactly is B12, sir? I don't take my vitamins. We've been new. And so then we like, we literally stayed there for like, oh, yeah. And then you guys he gave, were there for like three hours. Yeah, he like just stayed there talking to us. And then he gave Megan a magnesium. Like he gave her a drip with like vitamins and shit. I don't know. I wasn't making attention. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to give you a magnesium drip don't know what the magnesium fucking does but he gave her a magnesium trip and he literally was like you're gonna feel a heat spread and then he was like you're gonna feel a sunset down there and i was like this man has got to be fucking kidding and then he like does it and he turns to her and he goes are you feeling the sunset are you feeling it and megan was like i'm feeling it and i was like this this shit is so fucking weird like it was the weirdest doctor experience i've ever had and so then we drive home and we're like y'all what the fuck do we do and we come home and melina and adelaide are like yeah we're flying back tomorrow and i was like okay because when they tell us oh megan has covid i when i got covid it took me out like i was really really sick and i knew for a fact if i got sick on that island and wasn't able to leave and go home that would just send me into a spiral like i would not be able to do that so and adelaide hates being sick too obviously so she her and i were talking we're like we need to get out of here like if we were in contact with megan it might be coming like we just got to get out of here tomorrow so we're booking flights and everything adelaide booked a flight meanwhile i'm trying to book the same flight as her but as soon as i guess she got the last spot and someone because there was a flight with like two spots left so she booked it i tried to book it and they're like sorry flight's booked so adelaide's like well now i'm going back by myself and then at this point megan manu and jill came back so we're talking and i'm like and i started freaking out because i hate like i cannot fly alone 
So I started panicking. I'm like, guys, what if I have to fly alone? Like, are you guys leaving? Who's leaving? What's going on? And I can't, I don't deal well when plans change. So I was freaking out. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then you guys were like trying to calm me down. We're trying to figure out what to do. Cause like, here's the thing. So I got COVID two weeks before the trip. And so I was like, logically I knew that like I'd be fine. Cause like I have all my vaccines. I've got everything. I got COVID. So I'm like, I have the immunity, you know? So it's like out of everyone, I was the like least likely scientifically to get it. So I was like, okay, not bad. But here's the real kicker. Mono and I both were returning home to our immunocompromised families. So we're like, well, fuck. Because I can't go home if I test positive. Like, there's no way in hell I'm doing that to them. Yeah, and then Megan, because with the state of Hawaii, they knew that she had COVID, so they weren't going to let her leave for five days, so she had to stay longer and couldn't fly home with us. Meanwhile, Adelaide's like, well, I'm catching a flight tomorrow. Like, well, then, and then Manu was like, I might leave early. I don't know. So it was just like, it was a whole mess. And then, like, okay, not the most responsible thing to do, but keep in mind, we are college students. We spent a lot of fucking money on this trip. And so it was Manu's in my first time, and we're like, okay, we'll stay. We'll wear masks at all times. You know, we'll be safe. Whatever. Like, we'll do this. Yeah, um, and then, Megan quarantined in the room with like an attached bathroom so we weren't in contact with her during the week and then we're like we're gonna fucking stay and then Melina was like you know what I'll just stay we'll be careful whatever and then Adeline was like well now I don't know if I want to stay you know so yeah. we all ended up staying yeah Adelaide canceled her flight got a refund so we stayed and then went to Lahaina again the next day and then and died I <laughs> am pissed so here's what happened can I tell this part of the story go ahead perfect so we're chilling. We're having fun. We pull up to the beach. And I go, that girl has a really similar tattoo to this YouTuber I really like. And I go, wait, it is the YouTuber I really like. And I'm like, I shouldn't go bother her. She's on vacation. Because, like, she had it. Like, I'm on. Okay. So she, like, has a private and a spam. And she posted it on her spam, but not her private. And she's like, I'm going on a secret vacation. So I was like, I don't know. She clearly didn't want people to know she was there. So then I was like, you know what? I'll leave her alone. We go to the beach. We're having fun. We're chilling. Fun, fresh, funky. Y'all know how it is. Then all of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, tsunami number one comes up. Yeah, okay, exaggerative. It was like a 15-foot surge, though. Scary shit. Went all the way up to the shore. Our stuff was, like, at the very back end of the shore. Got wet. Fucked up my film camera. I'm pissed about that. We're trying to get out. We cannot fucking get out of the water. Because the current was... Okay, meanwhile, we literally were chilling in there with our floaties. Like, that's how calm the water was. And then out of nowhere like this comes and it was very much like i just flew my floaty through my floaty to the side and like dipped under the wave and the current was so strong that i was like sprinting to get out of the water and was moving nowhere like it was and then another one was coming so i'm like i'm gonna get crushed right now because i was in like the perfect spot where it was gonna break and we all were in that position so we're all flipping out no, yeah, and I'm, like, I'm normally a relatively strong swimmer. Like, I consider myself a good swimmer. I have, like, two different types of lifeguard certs. Like, clearly I'm doing something right. I am struggling to get my ass out of this water because I was freaked out about our stuff getting wet. Because, like, obviously our show was there. And, ironically, mine was the only shit that got wet. I'm sort of pissed about that. Literally all my stuff got wet. My leather wallet, my camera. I lost my fucking glasses because... So, y'all probably don't know this because you can't see me i am blind i am legally blind 
Um, so I can't do anything without my glasses, like, legally. I can't drive. I can't, like, operate anything. Um, and it also, like, I prefer to be able to see. So I'm, like, chilling, doing my thing, and I'm, like, emptying out my bag because we left in a hurry. Oh, wait, hold on. First off, I got out the wave, and I was like, oh, some sunscreen is flooding away. I looked up, and I was like, oh, it's my favorite YouTuber. So I gave it to her, and I was like, eh, are you so-and-so? And she was like, yes. And I was like, I love your content. She was very nice, very friendly. So I got to meet her and say hi, which I was very happy about. And then I went and picked up my shirt, found out that my film camera was broken, flipped the fuck out, then went ahead. We walked to Starbucks. I was crying the entire way. On the inside, though. Not externally yet. Because yeah, I just broke my fucking camera. And I was pissed. And I'm going through my shit to make sure everything's there. We had already taken so many pictures on the film camera, so like a lot of pictures were lost. But also, this is like an heirloom camera, it was my parents. So, like, that was the other thing. It was a gift from my parents, and I fucking broke it. And I was like, oh, this sort of sucks. Um, not to be fret though, I am buying a new one, and I'm buying a better one. I'm taking this as Hawaii's way of telling me that I should invest in myself. So, then I go to the, we're at the Starbucks, I'm freaking the fuck out about my phone camera, I'm emptying out my shit, finding out everything got wet, except for my inhaler, which I conveniently placed in a plastic bag, don't know why I didn't think of putting anything else in that bag, um, and I'm like, oh shit, my wallet got wet, all my shit is gone, and then I'm like freaking out, I'm like, where's my glasses, where the fuck is my glasses, and I'm like, wait a damn second, my glasses ain't here, so then I'm like, freaking the fuck out, literally, I don't know what the fuck happened. It wasn't a panic attack, but it was not a fun experience for me. I was having a little freak out. Because I'm like, my glasses are expensive, y'all. Because it's like, with insurance, like still like $500, you know? Um, And I sort of use them to see. So like, obviously I need them. And so then, Melina and Manu are like, okay, I'll go get like your glasses. We'll go look for them. Because Manu also left stuff on the beach. Turns out I did too. I just didn't give a shit enough to like care. I had already had about it up there. I called my mom freaking out because I'm like, Mom, I lost my glasses. And she thought I was talking about my sunglasses. She's like, I hope the fuck you did not. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I need to get new ones. And she's like, well, you still have your regular glasses. And I was like, no, I don't. They're the ones I lost. She's like, well, shit. Do you at least have your contacts? And I was like, yeah. She's like, then we'll get you new ones. And I was like, but Mom, I lost them. I'm so sorry. And she's like, Jillian, you're being fucking dramatic. Stop it. And so then they call me and they're like, we found it. And I start sobbing. And my mom's like, what the fuck is wrong with you at this point? And I was like, Mama. It was just a lot at once. Because, like, imagine us just chilling, having a good time, and then getting wrecked by a wave. As soon as we run out of the water, having to run up to grab our stuff, seeing that a lot of our stuff was wet or ruined. Like, it was just a lot all of a sudden. And that, between that and, like, the COVID thing, literally 12 hours before... It was just annoying. I had a big ass breakdown to the point that Adelaide was like, are you okay? Do you need anything? And I was like, no. And she's like, I'm going to go get you some water. I think you need water. And I was like, okay. Then after that, we were very discouraged and we're like, we're going home. So I think after that, we just went to the Airbnb. We probably went to Foodland because- We did. I got a masubi. It made me feel better. Foodland is a grocery store in in Maui and it- is amazing it has such good food like really good ready to eat food because you know like a lot of grocery stores are like all right here's this microwaved meal like no like this show was good no they like full-on gourmet so good so we did that and then saturday we did road to hana 
That went fine. I don't think there was any main oh, mix-ups yeah. there. Road to Hana was so fun. I've okay, a lot of people that I've talked to were like, don't do Road to Hana, like it sucks, it's long, it's boring. That was such a cool experience. It was really fun. That was honestly one of my favorite parts of the gym. Yeah, so we went I think our first stop, oh my gosh, I got a coconut ice cream kombucha float which does not sound appetizing at all which to be honest when i ordered it i'm like i don't think i'm gonna like this but i've never had it before so experience so it was strawberry kombucha with coconut ice cream and like the ice cream melted a bit so it was kind of like a milkshake oh my gosh it was so good i'm so, so mad i didn't get one good i thought it had dairy so i didn't because i was like yeah. i'm not risking it on this trip i'm not gonna have anything that'll make me sick and then i was like oh it's coconut <laughs> And I wanted to try it, but we were like, we should not share things. So we were like, yeah, we were being really cautious because whole COVID scare. But then after that, we drove a little and I saw this little cutout in a bamboo. Like there was a huge field of bamboo next to us. And I see people walking this little cutout and I was like, I want to explore there. So I pull over to the side of the road. We go in the cutout and we're in this whole bamboo forest and it starts raining. It was honestly it was really cool. Best moment. We got to this stream and it's pouring rain and we're in this bamboo forest and it was like it was magical. Okay, shut the fuck up, Barbie. No, but it was <laughs> it was honestly really cool, like a really surreal experience just being like that um not invested, but it was like intertwined not intertwined, but that like close with nature because we walked pretty far from the road, so we're just kind of in the middle of nowhere in this bamboo forest in the pouring rain with, like, a stream of water below us as we're on this bridge. It was really pretty. Yeah, there was, like, a waterfall, but then we're like, actually, maybe we shouldn't hike it because it was, like, pouring rain and it was a dirt path. We're like, we don't yeah. know if we'll be able to get back up. So we, yeah. like, didn't do that all the way, but it was really pretty. It was, and then after that, we went to this waterfall that you could swim in. There was a rope swing. There was cliff jumping. We did both. We did both. That was really fun. And then afterwards, we just drove for a while, and then... We got some really fucking good coconut ice cream. Oh, my gosh. That was that amazing. That shit was so good. I wish I got more. No, yeah. We got, like, coconut ice cream and then coffee coconut ice cream. Oh. Amazing. I saw a flying snake. Was that was terrifying. Thing. Absolutely terrifying. We saw this spider that was like really fucking big. Probably like yeah, very colorful the size spider. of your eye. But like that that was a weird comparison. The size of a quarter. Let's, let's no, I, I thought it was like bigger than that. At least like the size. No, not the size no, of your fist. Not, it's not the size of your fist. It but was, it like, was massive. It was like really big. And like it had these neon neon green like egg sacs. And I was in the bathroom and I was like, mm, I really hope one of them yeah. doesn't fucking brag. Because my mind went, it's neon. It's poisonous. I looked it up. It was not poisonous. Not poisonous. Apparently, so. it's a very friendly spider. Yeah, so that was cool. And then, I don't think we really made any more stops. We were just, like, vibing, driving. We had a... I mean, we're obviously with each other the whole time. So, that's one of the points where we had, like, a really good conversation on the drive back from, like, once we got to Hana. What were we talking about? We were talking we're about, We were talking like, about how we feel unlovable. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. No, that came after the break. It started... Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. We started talking about birth control and like how it has an effect on our bodies. 
I mean, well, not me personally. Oh, no. I told Manu that she should... Okay, so I'm reading this book. I'm going to recommend it because I'm recommending it to fucking everyone and their mother. Your brain on birth control. Ladies, gents, everyone in this world, I think you should walk, re- read it. Watch it. <laughs> um, listen to it on Audible. I don't give a shit. It's actually really educational, and I think everyone should be aware of it because it does sort of affect everyone. Um, so we're talking about that. Just talking about, like relationships in general like Adelaide's in a relationship so she couldn't relate to how unlovable me Manu and Jill felt (laughs) however the three of us felt very seen (laughs) yes we feel very seen by each other so we're talking about that and listening to Jill's random (laughs) music oh my god so here's this chick I um I don't know what was on with me this day I was like being in a car for long periods of time just makes me very like on edge or fidgety um, so my mind, they gave me aux and my mind was like, just shuffle it. So I cued the most random songs. Like at one point we had Twerculator and then How to Appeal to Snowman. And um, then Buttered Up by Young <laughs> Gravy and then Memories by Conan Gray. Like, I just wanted to take people on an emotional whirlwind. It was to I, the point that like every song, cause I drove for the first part. It was to the point that every song I would look back and be like, Jill what because it was just so unhinged i was really proud of myself though i really like my thing was like i gotta keep us aware i gotta keep us alert i did that i did it yeah we were no, aware was, and we were alert we very much were um so road to hana was very fun very beautiful i 100 percent recommend if you're someone i mean if you're going to hawaii in the first place you're a naturey person so if that's you're a, a good lot of driving person totally recommend yeah. 100%. Rotahana definitely submerges you in nature because it's very much like there's no buildings. You're just kind of in the jungle and then you'll see a few stands where they sell food. Um, other than that, you're like hiking, doing waterfalls. It's very, very cool. I think the nice part for me was like there was no service. So whether or not I wanted to, like I wasn't on my phone and like I have a little bit of a phone addiction. So like not being on it was actually really nice for me because I really got to like focus on the outside, you know? Uh, so that was very fun and the next day was my favorite day we went to cliff house to go cliff jumping and that was so much fun it was one of the most beautiful landscapes i've ever seen first of all the water was not only crystal clear but extremely blue yeah it was gorgeous and like, then like we met these guys i jumped on somebody yeah she jumped on one of the guys yeah he was like let's go together and i was like fuck yeah and then like i jump and he jumps and i jump on top of him on accident and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry but then he still wanted us to hang out with him, so I don't know. Yeah. Clearly, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad since he asked us to hang out. But it was very fun. I I don't know how high. Did he say it was like 27 feet? Yeah, I think the highest was like 27. So I jumped 27 feet into water. It was fun, though. It was really fun. Like, I was... I literally, I remember when we first got there, I went up to that jump. Because there was a local there who was telling us, okay, here's where it's safe to jump. Here, there, wherever. Yeah, he was super nice, too. Yeah, so I get up on the high jump and look down and was like, there's no way. So I immediately <laughs> turn back and I go to a lower one that's like maybe 10, 15 feet. So I jump there, do that a few times and like work my way up and finally did the big jump. And it was, it's so exhilarating. No one else did it with me. I'm not gonna lie, my Oh, sorry. This is like TMI. Um, But my boobs kept falling out of my suit because my suit band was too loose. And literally every jump I did, I flashed somebody. So I was like, I'm not going to do a higher one because that's going to hurt, you know? Fair. 
fun fact, where we jumped off, Derek Jeter went cliff jumping there as well and lost his GoPro, and it's still at the bottom of the water to this day. Yes. Uh, it was very fun. And then what did we do that night? Um, so after that, we drove. Oh, we yeah. went to the um, Olvine Pools. Okay, so basically the Olvine Pools were on, like, the very north side of the island. So we go very... Oh, we went to the Sacred Forest after that. No, that was on the way. On the, Yeah, like, on the way to so Olvine. So we pulled over because I saw a coconut stand, and my bitch ass was driving, and I was like, I want a coconut. So I pulled everyone over, and then I was like, ew, pretty forest. And then we ended up walking through it, and it was like... There was like... I think it was, like, a sacred forest or some shit, because there are signs that are, like, please stay to the trails, like, unmarked graves, and there was, like, please be respectful, don't take pictures and shit. As we saw that, Adelaide was taking a photo. I was like, Miss Mayo. like, girl, stop it. Did you not read the sign? She's like, I'm not a photographer. And we're like, you're taking a photo. No, but um, it was a really pretty forest, like, vines everywhere, lots of tropical It took trees. us to a harbor. Yeah, it took us to, like, this little, not little, it was a massive cove. But with like mountains on both sides overlooking the ocean, it was really it was pretty. Really gorgeous. And then we walked back. The coconut stand was closed. Yeah. So then so we I just drove to the we drove to the Olvine pools, and that was a really pretty drive because it's just kind of like Road to Hana. It's just on the side of a mountain. So we're driving. I like hung out the window, blasting music, very exhilarating feeling. We get to the Olvine pools, and it was a hike down. So we just kind of like looked at them, like ah, oh, pretty, and then turned around. Ah. And then we went home. Is this when I sat on a turtle? No. No, that was Monday. So oh, this was Sunday. And then okay. Monday. Monday we went back to Lahaina. We like, because Monday was our last day. So we wanted to go do something. Yeah. So we like, we went had a back nice to lunch. Lahaina. Did that. We went to like a nice lunch. Got dressed up and shit. Uh, and then like we went back. Uh, Manu was tired. So we dropped her off. And then we went with our floaties into the ocean. I sat on a sea turtle on accident. Yeah, we we got to the beach back in Kihei because we went to the beach in Lahaina for a little bit. Went back, went to the beach in Kihei immediately. We were in the water from like 5 p.m. to 7.30. Yeah, we were there for a hot side. Because Adelaide was just like on the beach, but Jill and I were in our floaties like talking the entire time and just watched the sun go down. Our last Maui sunset. It was very nice. Really pretty. So then that night we just chilled whatever. And then Tuesday, packed up our things, all that fun stuff. And almost missed our flight. The line was so long. We were like, oh, it's a small airport. So security won't be a long time. Psych. The line literally wrapped around like four times in front of the airport. And like two more times in the airport. We're like, we're not going to fucking make it. Yep. Manu was taking a hot tag. We needed food because we were, like, hungry. Uh, it was just a lot. Like really I barely stressful. We didn't have any food left, so I had, like, an almond croissant from Starbucks. And at this point, it's almost 2 p.m. And, oh, wait. We went and we went to the crater Monday morning. I forgot oh, about that. Yeah. So the Haleakala, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, Haleakala volcano yeah so it's a crater in maui and it's ten thousand feet elevation so we went to the top first tried to go for sunrise but we ran out of gas and couldn't get in the park long story whatever so we finally get there and it's so high that you can see like the entire island of maui and keep mind you it was like high ass elevation my bitch ass once again did not bring my inhaler um i was like delirious yeah we were i all... started taking the bar exam at one point like 
yeah, her and Manu didn't sleep well the night before. I crashed at like 9 p.m. And we woke up at 4.30 a.m. for this. No, it was a choice. I had too much energy, so I chose not to sleep. That was my own personal fault. But it was worth it because the crater is really pretty. Just, and you can literally see the curvature of the earth. Like, it's surreal. You're basically as high as a plane flies. No, yeah, it was really nice. So, and then after that, I got the best latte I have ever had in my entire life. It's, it was, I don't remember the name of the place, but they grow the espresso beans in Maui and so it's like grown there it was those espresso beans with honey coconut vanilla and oat milk and it was magical it was the best latte I've ever had in my life but I had tea I didn't eat that morning <laughs> and when I drink coffee on an empty stomach I start having like the same symptoms almost as a panic attack so then I was just like we got back to the place and I was laying down like dead to the world for the next two hours because I live, like could not move and forced myself to eat a bagel. Yeah. It was an experience, but. But, I mean, it was fun. It was fine. And then we got lunch, did the whole rest of the day, whatever. But back to us not getting on our flight because the TSA line took over an hour. We literally got to our gate like five minutes before boarding. Yeah, like Manu and I were like, we're fucking hungry as shit. So I literally was like, call me when Seagate boards or secret boards and we like ran to go find food because we were both really starving and like i was anxious as shit i literally was in the play text a million and i was like dude i'm shaking like i normally have like a natural tremor to myself but i was like violently shaking like i was concerned somebody was gonna think i like had something wrong with me. yeah it was just a lot like okay because the trip was really fun regardless but we did do a lot, so it, the trip, we did a lot of fun stuff, so we were, like, drained at the end of each day, and with all of those, like, massive things going wrong, I think by the end, and having us almost not being able to get back was just enough, like, all four of us were pretty pissy, we're like, we just want to go home, we're done, we're like, done. Like, and was it even, like, I wanted to go home, but I was like, so much shit has gone wrong that I just need something to go right, and for the one thing that I was hoping would go right, because, like, I fly a lot on a regular basis anyways because that's my main form of transportation to and from my house because I don't have a car so like I'm used to flying I'm like comfortable with it but to have the one thing that's like my therapy because like during winter break flying was my therapy because I fly home so often that it was like I have my flying playlist headphones on that's where I'm super happy you know live laugh love flying so to have that go wrong I was pissed yeah. I was like fuck to the no And then my suitcase wasn't fitting in the overhead thing So I had to like take out A bunch of stuff and like wrap it in my jacket And keep it on my lap And I thought I was going to have the whole road to myself So I was like sick and then this couple comes up They were really nice so like no hate to them They're like hey we're sitting here and I'm like dang it Because I just wanted to like lay down Watch my movie and crash because I was so tired No, yeah oh and then So to Monday morning I like started feeling like really stuffy and was like this is odd took a covid test was fine so i'm like what the fuck is happening by the time we went to the flight i was so congested and i had so much face pressure i was like this is gonna be an interesting thing i wanted to cry that entire fucking flight my head hurt so badly i'm 90 percent sure i have a sinus infection and i'm like struggling as I could not hear for half the night. Like, I felt, got home, fell asleep. Could not hear still. My ears were so, like, pressurized. 
my face felt like somebody was fucking sitting on it and I was like I literally got off the plane and I was like I need to pee the couple next to me fell asleep I could not pee I literally want to cry my face hurts so fucking bad and I am starving no, I yeah. literally was not having it I stood up I was really productive on the flight actually I did a few blog posts I had to like budget my money because I have like stuff I want to do like I want to go to Coachella I want to go to EDC so I'm like making sure I have the means for that and it's like working on my grocery list of stuff I'm gonna get when we're back in SB and I like get up like when we land I get up immediately and turn around because Monty was a row behind me and Jill's a row behind her so Monty was like half asleep she's like hey and Jill looks like she hadn't slept in days I y'all I'm not even kidding oh wait are we getting a call okay one second hold on okay sorry we're back Abby called us had important roomy business to attend to i don't remember what we were talking about um, i think we like got to the end yeah that was basically it. i mean now it's like i have a sinus infection i think trying to get meds yeah. i'm tired we're going home right now trying to beat the clock to get to trader joe's yeah and then i work 26 hours in the next four days same so this is gonna be interesting but so we're gonna I, go through it i, I rate the vacation honestly i even though with the obstacles i rated a 10 out of 10 it was extremely fun it was a great experience and honestly as somebody who's never been to hawaii i had a ton of fun and it was honestly more fun than like half of the trips i've taken with my family so yeah trips with family and friends different no yeah. very very different i was having a ton of fun and i found out i might go to europe so that's fun we'll see so now we i mean Y'all are listening to this episode a week after this, but we're driving home right now. Like, we haven't been in Santa Barbara for a solid week and a half because we had, we drove up to, or at least I drove up to SF the day before, and we came, we're driving back right now, and we flew home yesterday. So, it, yeah. like, added another two days onto our travel time. I've been at home for, like, a solid week and a half, two weeks, because I went home early for my sister's graduation, and now I have to go back in literally a week, well, actually, when this episode is published, congratulations on graduating Sebastian, Woo! my little girl, bro, we everyone, knew you could do it. everyone yeah. congratulate him, he's promoting, I'm very proud of him, so, so I'm going back for that, but, so yes, and then we go back to real life, here for another two and a half weeks, and then move out, and summer. Yeah, and then we're all moving out. It's so sad. I know. It's sad. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm kind of ready to go home. All my friends are home from college now. I miss them. I want to see them. See, so. my thing is, like, I only have, like, one friend at home. That sounds really depressing to say out loud. And that's why she's going to stay with me for a while. And that is why I'm keeping myself occupied. Because I'm like, I literally only have, like, one friend at home. So it's not worth my time to be there. And, like, I love my family, but they can be a little much. So, so that was our Hawaii trip, and thank you for listening. And tune back in next week for more drama. <laughs> yes, because we're going to try to stay consistent now. And now we could actually have the podcast next year since she's staying in SB. Yeah, congratulations, guys. Woo! It's an extension. Extension. But anyways, I am Mel. And I am Lil Jill. And thank you for listening. Au revoir. Bye, y'all.